0: So I'm going to blow your mind and show you the insights of our MLS systems, the good, the bad and the ugly, and things that a lot of consumers don't know. We are all about transparency and creating a marketplace where it's an even playing field and educating consumers probably more than anything. So hopefully you get some value from this. So let's break it down first of all from like a very, very high level. So the realtor.ca website that a lot of people use to search for homes and commercial properties and investments, think of it as a big pipeline. Now think of all the local boards, whether it be London, Windsor, Sarnia, Toronto, all being different hoses that plug into that general pipeline. So when the consumers are looking at realtor.ca, they're actually looking at a compilation of board data from a lot of different sources. Now let's go one step further. Each board has its own set of rules and governance. There's open boards that are happy to share information across platforms or across areas. So in the past, you would actually have to switch your MLS as a real estate agent to go to that person's board. It was kind of a different system. You didn't really know it as well as you knew your own board, but you can see sold data, expired data, really give your customers or clients that insight that they want from a consumer level. The real trick is when you were going to close boards, you didn't have access at all as a real estate agent. A lot of consumers think once you get your real estate license, you can pull sold data from anywhere, and that's just not true which is why when I would get you know referrals for stuff in Toronto and whatnot, I would call experts in that field because I don't pay for board access to Trev, so I don't have their sole data, but what I do have is one of the best network of real estate agents on the planet, so when somebody says, hey, do you know somebody in this area, like happened twice today, I can actually go and give them somebody that I would actually trust to handle my own business, let alone somebody that is close to me. So that's an important thing to note. If you're calling somebody saying, hey, do you know somebody in this area, know how well they actually know that person are they just getting a 25 percent referral for sending that name to you or they're doing a quick google search and sending it to the first person they know or do they actually have an established network and history with these people and can those people service your needs now let's go to the next step we just had a big announcement in our kind of real estate agent world where we went to a new mls system this has happened what twice in the last five years we actually went from our old system to matrix and then we went to matrix to it's so real estate, doesn't really matter to you as a consumer, I can probably talk for an hour about this new system and all the issues with it from a real estate agent side of things because what's happened is they've taken a whole bunch of individual boards, put them on this big board, but they're still closed boards. So we don't still have all the data, which is kind of crazy, because from a consumer perspective, you guys going on realtor.ca can actually see more active listings than if I'm searching any individual board. But again, it goes back to the same conversation I had earlier, where, where I'm doing business, you know, that's the board that I'm typically looking at or I'm accessing data really to get narrowed down. But sometimes, like if I go up to Bayfield, I'm going cross board, or I used to, I'd have to search the Huron board and the London board because sometimes a London agent would sell something in Bayfield or a Bayfield agent, you know, would only list it on the Huron board. The interesting there thing there is, if you're only pulling data from that one board, you're actually missing a bunch of sales and then actually let's go a step further, Terranet system is where you'll find the private deals. So you really need to understand that when you're pulling comparable properties, you're going in depth and actually doing research, you really wanna be working with somebody who's going that extra mile. If you're mandating them to represent you and they have that value proposition, you know, make sure they have a systemized process or if you're an agent, make sure you have a systemized process to make sure you tag every single option that's available, you know whether it be for sale by owners that don't necessarily pop up on your board or different boards that you don't have access to. Now, again, sometimes you'll see Toronto agents listing stuff in London, selling it, and then not posting it on the London board. It gets tricky to find that information, but there are ways to execute. From the consumer side of things, something you guys might not be aware of is if I'm setting up a portal for a client in the London area and we're searching for a specific type of home in a specific area and a Toronto agent lists it on the Toronto board, that listing, when it actually goes live, doesn't go to all my London buyers. Now, extrapolate that to you know 90% of the agents that are in the London market that have most of their portals set up on the London board, that property may not be getting the exposure of all the buyers who are on auto portals. Now, the you know, ethical thing to do if you're a buyer agent or working with buyers in the London area, search the London board, search realtor.ca, you really have to stay on top of it, but as we all know, there's only so many hours in the day, so if you're a seller thinking of listing your property, make sure it's on the board where it's gonna get the most exposure and the most amount of buyers because you really wanna create that multiple offer situation and sell for the most amount of money. Nothing is perfect. I actually wish that we all just had one system that we used. I wish that sold data was public. I know I don't expect that coming from a real estate agent, but I think it's coming down the pipeline anyways. You know, my mentor Ryan Serhant is in New York. They've had sold data public since 2012. He was shocked that we don't have it. I think it'll actually help us you know communicate better with our clients and be talking the same language when we're talking about data and I actually think it only strengthens the value proposition of a real estate agent because now I can really showcase why it's great that you have the sold data but here's the the story behind that data here's the story behind that neighborhood Yeah, it may look like that sold for a million dollars after it was on the market for three months, but why did it happen that way? Why did the sale actually happen that way? What happened on the back end? Were there any commission reductions? There is so much more to the story and really ways to maximize your net net on a buy or a sell. It doesn't matter if you're doing commercial investing or residential or new home construction, it all matters. Hopefully this gives you guys some insights into how our system works. I know it sounds a little confusing if you guys need any more insights, DM or message me directly. I'm all about transparency and I'm bouncing up and down because I'm on one of those athletic balls, which is very comfortable if you're looking for a good working setup. So again, have a good evening and hope you got some value from this episode.